This is MMA Love, Love from America, our show in English and Swiss English. Um, the, the show this week is, is going to be as much love as we can get, because it's, it's quite difficult after this UFC card. I am Matt, the voice of the MMA fan in Central Europe. This is Luke. He's from Seattle. He watches all them fights. He's the number one fan of the Mummy Guard. Luke. <laughs> How are you true. doing on this wonderful day on this godforsaken planet? <laughs> I <laughs> was so salty about the Mummy Guard, and then you played the intro music and said Swiss English, and I just cracked up, so now it's all good. I am the biggest fan of the Mummy Guard. Everyone, sh everyone should be using the Mummy Guard until it's like, until it's in the rules, written down as a thing you should not use. Listen, I, I, I thought it was. I thought it was limited to light heavyweights. I thought only light heavyweights were allowed to use the Mummy Guard, but it turns out you can also use it at uh, middleweight and welterweight. So my question for uh, the question I always ask is, why the fuck are we doing this today? Is is it the Mummy Guard today? <clears throat> uh, it it is now. It was up until the event that we watched, the last UFC event. It was for Switzerland because apparently you you have struck a nerve with this podcast in the Swiss English and the Swiss and the Swiss, and we have uh, all the Swiss MMA fans listening. All like three hundred fifty six of them, I think. <laughs> I mean, so if, if it's very it's uh, it's so odd and. And really, really warms my heart, and and I have a lot of uh, a, a lot of thankfulness to know that 356 Swiss MMA fans listen to this podcast every so often. Well, maybe not this one because it's in English, but at least yours, and it's really fun to be a part of it. Listen, so some of some for of Switzerland, pal, for Switzerland. Thank you so much. To hit a to hit a nerve in Switzerland, it's it's very difficult because there there is there is no nerves here. There is no emotions. <laughs> <laughs> no love, but if Wait, you do something, are you saying you're not down in the salt mine with me about oh, the mummy guard? No, you, no, no emotion whatsoever. Um, if you, I mean, thanks, thanks a lot for the reactions for the podcast. As Luke said, it's amazing to see and hear how many of you are actually listening. So, if you want us to discuss a certain topic, go into some fights, or even if you want us to break down some fight. Um, choose a fight with a rule set <laughs> two willing participants <laughs> send us the link and we'll break it down for you um, I know there's still one on deck we need to do <laughs> yeah we need to, we need to, to, to do the one from Vladimir but um, I'm not sure if we have time today um, you find us on all the podcast platforms uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and you'll find us on Spotify wherever the fuck you want to listen um, Instagram.com slash podcast or Facebook.com slash podcast for all your inquiries. So what we're doing tonight is, or today or whenever you're listening to this, recap the fight night that was Leon Edwards against Bilal Muhammad. Uh, we're going into eye pokes, mommy guards, playing the three-point rule game. Um, then we go into Dan Hardy getting fired, a crazy one card on TNT1, PFL maybe, we, of course, talk Ben Askren versus Jake Paul. Maybe a little preview of next week's UFC Fight Night, Bronson versus Holland. And if there's time, we'll have to deep dive into Hans Mollenkamp's situation. You down with that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean... So good. Who it's wouldn't? all so good. <laughs> so um, we'll restart the sports segment. I have, I have some, some clips, so I'll play one to introduce the segment. This is CTE Island. This ain't Fight Island. 
we have some CTE on that card. Um, UFC Fight For Night. For sure. Bilal versus Leon. What is what is your your story of the night? What what do you want what do you want to discuss? Mm, uh, the <laughs> the the wild inconsistency and in the things that we've said about Herb Dean as a referee. Uh, I didn't want to be that proved that right. <laughs> I wanted to be wrong, and it was uh, it, it was a rough night of no contests that in my mind really should have just been DQs. Um, yeah, I always try it, to I always always try to defend Herb or to defend some of the referees because it's a hard job, of course. And sure. I mean, th- people are quick to hate on on especially Herb or some other refs, but. As I said last time, I think, or, or maybe it was with Vladimir on the other podcast, we're talking too much about Herb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I think you said that in a language I can't understand on the other podcast. <laughs> yeah, you have I, to I, learn it. I think I think it's pretty good. I think, that, and I think that 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 we talk about Herb almost every single week. Yeah, now um, nowadays it's not good. I I was a fan of Herb, and he's he's actually a good ref. He still is a good ref. I'm quite sure about it. I just think that he needs some time off. I mean, you can't yeah, be on every card and and ref three or four fights or even more. Have some mistakes. That's fine. The, the mistakes happen, of course. But I think he just needs a break. Yep. So has there ever been a card with two no contests on it? I mean, I'm sure, sure on some local levels. I'm, I'm not sure if there has been one on the, on the UFC level. Maybe some of the listeners I, I know. I definitely but. can't remember two no contests on a single <laughs> card on a single UFC card. They were for different reasons, though. Uh, Eric Anders need Darren Stewart in the dome while Darren Stewart was playing the three three points grounded game. Yeah. Um, but it's not a game. If one knee down is one knee down, you're grounded, right? Look, look. I mean, oh my god, I might go off here because first of all, the three-point rule fuckery some of these guys do show you exactly that the three-point rule is absolute bullshit. I mean, I mean, Stewart. Okay, I know he's playing he's playing the rule thing, and but but just just don't do it. I mean, it's so silly. There is there is actually. IMMAF um, does a a thing that it is not no more a two. It, it is actually a two point rule, more of a three point rule. So, as soon as two of your of your legs or two of your arms or one arm and one leg or whatever you want to say is down, it's a downed opponent. So it's it might be a bit more easy, and you're not able to play the game. Like, are you saying are you saying if you if you were refing this fight in IMMAF that was a legal strike? No, that was an illegal strike. Okay, because he had was it were both his knees down or just one? Yes, no, no, both. I think it was. Oh, okay. I think it was both. But it was sure. Sure, there was one, one arm and one leg. Another okay. another good thing I heard. I'm not quite sure where I heard it. Is um, as soon as both of your the bottom of your feet are no more on the ground, then it's it's more or less a down opponent. But I mean, it's not the point. <laughs> the point is, <laughs> if you do this this three point rule playing around. I mean, I, I think you deserve to get kneed in the head. <laughs> well, you know, and that's kind of what we talked about last week too. When I was like, if if Aljo, if that if the if the knee to the head was a legal strike, Aljo would have been defending it and would not have either been in that position or would have been defending for that strike. So he didn't take as much damage from that shot. 
And it's the same thing here. If it's a legal strike, the fighter knows it could come and they Indeed. can defend it. And uh, right. I mean, Stewart Stewart was was hurt. I think he wasn't he wasn't quite one hundred percent there. So I'm, I'm not sure if he if he'd actually uh, okay. He had his he had the wits together to do the three point fuckery. So I mean, yeah, I mean, of course we have this rule set. We don't have to change that much of the rule set. It was a clear DQ. It's a foul. It's a DQ. It's not a non contest. What did they say? Did do you remember what they said? <laughs> Joe Martinez doesn't even say no contest. He says no decision. <laughs> no decision. So I, I mean, that's that's the thing I, I have to I have to get off my chest right now. None of these fools, none of them, not on the commentary team, not of the commission, not the judges. None of these fools have ever read the rules. They they haven't. DC and DC, not even Bisping. They don't know the rules. Oh, they man. have never read dude, the rules. Why dude, the is my- it? My too favorite much to joke ask? was the eye poke apologists with five eyes out of six. I mean, I we'll, we'll go into let, let's table that for, for later. Let, don't don't be. We, we we're all over the place. Let's let's stay with that thing. Why is it not mandatory for these guys to read the rules at least once? What is the problem? Mm. Tell me. I, I mean, I, I I couldn't tell you. I I think I think there's a there's a big. Uh, geez. In America, so at least here, everybody's state does its own thing. Some states use the unified rules. Some Indian reservations use whatever rules they want. Everybody does their own thing with their own board of commissioners that do the thing. Like here in Washington State, the goddamn DMV is the organ is the state board for uh, licensing fights and licensing judges and licensing everything and licensing me to drive a car and it's very weird uh to have that be where i would go to get a judging license as well as a driver's license but i digress what i'm trying to say is everything's different everywhere here and i think i think a lot of people reference how it's very much a who you know club to get in i think you're you're onto something there because and that's why adelaide bird is a judge in Nevada, but right? I mean, listen, the, the commentary not qualified the, to be a judge. The commentary guides, the commentary guys, it's their job. They get paid for it. Why not read yeah, the rules they're, at least they're providing once? Providing the service to the UFC, and the UFC is like, yes, we want you to sound like a podcast. No, and I actually have jokes. to. I have to be a bit fair tonight. Um, we're we're shitting on the on the booth a lot. I think Bisping actually did a, a quite a good job tonight. I mean, he he, he was adamant not to be derailed too much by by dc tonight i think he was actually good on some on some of his takes he had good technical takes he had good he 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 had good reads of the patterns of the fight so not shitting on bisping too much i think he did a he did an okay job for for the thing although and the same here why doesn't he read the rules I, i don't get it so this this thing was a dq for sure it is a blatant foul you know that you don't he actually he actually was waiting there so you don't you don't need a guy there. You get DQ'd, and it was a okay. non-decision. So, <laughs> so I was I was watching. So one of the things I know I saw in the fight was he need him in the head and just kind of missed and hit his arm while he was a downed opponent as well. And Herb also gave no warning. No, didn't say a thing. Yeah, didn't it's... say watch the head. Didn't say this was at. And I'm, I'm I have it on the other computer on a different screen now. It's at about 55 seconds left of the first round. He threw a knee while he had one knee and one arm down against the mm-hmm. cage. And I, you heard nothing. At least remembering it, I heard nothing. 
and then the 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 knee again came at about 30 seconds left so about 20 seconds later he gets him down again and he's got one hand and one knee down against the cage and then he knees him in the head again so so we're, we're way to we're talking way too long about this fight it, it was not a, it wasn't a bad fight anders versus stewart it's it was a lot of fans wrestling first then anders but, I mean, he had Stewart hurt multiple times with his striking, and then he always went for the takedown. It, it is beyond me. The, 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 the fight IQ on, on Anders <laughs> in this fight was not good. Then he, <laughs> he, he fouled the dude because he played the three-point game. I mean, yeah, and none of these fucks know the rules. I think that's all we have to say about this fight. Uh, <laughs> I have, I, this one, remembering again that at 20 seconds before the, the, the shot that ended the fight happened, he did it, and Herb said nothing. I got to go with Derek Lewis's quote on this one. That's Herb Dean's fault. Yeah. <laughs> Herb should have said something. Herb Dean's fault, the second. Uh, the, do you want to talk about the second the second NC sure. right now? Sure. Okay. Go into it. I I was screaming at my television while... Leon Edwards was range finding with his fingers outstretched and Bilal Muhammad was trying to find a way in to hit him with it, 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 the mo one of the more egregious episodes was at about 135 left in the first round when Leon Edwards fingers are his right hand is out he he did it with it was he's a he's a switch stance mummy garter it's amazing he does it with his right and his left hand and his fingers are pointed straight out, and Bilal has to duck in and get around them. And you look at the frame, and it's Ed Leon's fingers are at Bilal's ear, pointed straight out past the back of his head. <laughs> it's just like, God damn it. Somebody tell him. Warn him. Make him close his hand. But no. Look, it's I mean, legal to range find that way, and it's legal to force your opponent to run onto your fingers. Actually, actually, it's not. I mean, look. First, first, I was I was joking about it because I saw from the very first striking um, distance gorging of of Leon, I said that's mommy guard excellence by Leon Edwards. Mm -hmm. But so so I was I was a bit jokey about it. I said, oh, it's funny he's doing the chocolate L thing. Uh, he's he's um. He's um, stretching his fingers a lot. I, I I felt the presence of people talking about gloves after the fight already, but then <laughs> then it really got it really really got on my nerves because he didn't he didn't get any warning for the stretched fingers and these were blatant stretched fingers. I mean it's it's it not was even egregious. Yeah, egregious. It's not even funny. Like I, I counted like two or three warnings that have should have been given. Um, for the stretched fingers, he got none, of course. Um, finally, after two when finally when Bilal was poked in the eye in the first round, he took a brief moment. Herb stopped it and said, "Hand up is fine, hand out is not." This is a warning. Yeah, but but before that, I mean, even before he had, oh, yeah, he had I know. to, he, he had yeah, to yeah, have yeah, given yeah. A, about three. We and, and after two warnings, you have to deduct. No, the we point. have to make sure that the that the fighter do that the fighter is poked in the eye before we give a warning. Otherwise, <laughs> the warning might result in a point taken instead. I don't get it because yeah. it's it's after that it's a mixture of of everything. I mean, of course, you have to warn. It's not it's not only the warnings fault. It's not only the gloves fault. It's just no, we it's have to start. Fault. We have to start at giving warnings out to the yes. fighters that do it like Leon Edwards. I mean, 
like I can't even start <laughs> when they started to apologize and said it was um it was not what is the word I'm looking for um the ipoke the ipoke apologists by it's, by it's, by the in the form of DC and Daniel Cormier and I'm sitting online just screaming at the computer and the television. Of course, you would apologize for it, you asshole. You do it too. <laughs> Look, it's 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 blatantly obvious that it is a strategy. Yeah, from Leon Edwards, and he does it yep. on purpose. That is the word I was looking yep. for. It does and it's it on very purpose. effective against Bilal Muhammad, somebody that likes to rely on pressure and volume, right? Yeah. Also, Bilal is very short, or let's say way shorter. As as in his posture, he has short limbs. I think, it, especially compared to Leon, and that was a strategy by Leon. He did it on purpose, and he has to be warned about it. And I was I was getting. The, the longer the fight went on, the more disappointed I got in in Leon actually, because I know that he is a awesome, he is a awesome fighter. He's very very good. He I, he he has he has not he, he doesn't need it. He doesn't need to do just, this. Just domed Bilal with a head kick. Domed him. It pieced him up. He could he could, it. He was so on his way to winning that fight, yet instead of finishing the fight when he domed Bilal with the head kick, just dropped back. And started, and started to do the mummy guard thing again. He was slicing. Yep. Actually, he did slicing moves. While he was gauging distance, he sliced with his hand and always threatened the eye poke. And he was he was like, yeah, I, I was getting disappointed because, first of all, in, in, in the ref, because you have to give a warning. But second, and, and I think I have to blame like Leon here a bit. Okay, you need to win. You have been out for like almost two years. You gotta don't, win. Don't do it you like gotta this. look good too. No, in but this don't division, do it like you this. You gotta look good. He's trying to make a case for a title shot off a no contest. Yeah, but and, 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 I mean, Bilal is Bilal instead. Yeah, Bilal is not a Bilal is not an asshole. He did, he doesn't deserve to get his eye poked the fuck out, which is actually what happened in the second. I think I think ten or, or yep. eleven seconds in, Leon continues to do it because why why shouldn't he? He didn't get a foul. And a warning for it, so he continues and continues and continues and gorges the eye out of of oh my god! I I, I it was so bad. He went Bilal went down from it and he was crying. He was actually crying because of course if your if your eye gets poked like this, I mean it's it's a disaster bound to happen. And Leon Leon provoked it, and then yep. what happened? Blatant fouling. This thing was ruled a. Nope contest a uh, no decision sorry according oh, to joe martinez no, it's, it's no unbelievable I'm, I'm, so, getting, I'm getting so sad so now. <laughs> we're so we're so we're on board with a a a a referees need to give warnings fighters need to close their hands um and fighters that do this need to get dq'd yes right? I, I think i think leon yeah. edwards should have taken have, have been taken at least two points away in the first and if he continues in the third it, it is a disqualification because you, you know what you're doing and anybody who thinks that leon edwards was not doing this on purpose please please please, please. no it's, look it's, for another it, hobby <laughs> it's it's uh also also i i took it upon myself because i was down in the salt mine so deep that i turned on the post-fight presser and Leon was blaming Bilal for running onto his hand. Oh saying, my God! Oh, these things happen. No. Well, no, he, please you not. Know, he, no, please not. So, so <sighs> Leon was basically. I have no idea what's going to happen. The UFC has fights to book. They yeah. have cards to nothing. fill. They may nothing make, will they happen. They may give him. Well, uh, what I'm saying about Leon about imaginary fights. Uh -huh. Leon 
Leon could get a title shot. It sure. could happen. Sure. I kind of doubt it, but maybe it does. But he could have really had a case for one if he had if he had shown some killer instinct after the head kick, if he had finished Bilal in the first and said, hey, nobody wants to fight me. This is why. Give me the title shot. He wanted, I would have said, he yeah, wanted sure, to give gorge. him the title shot. But instead, he wants to drop back, keep his fingers out while Bilal tries to pressure him, and you can't because his fingers are out. And you're absolutely right about the slicing moves. If anybody listening wants to see that, about 135 left in the first, you can see that movement while his fingers are outstretched like that. So yeah, where I'm definitely down in the salt mine on this one. I think Leon Edwards should have been DQ'd. I think Bilal should have gotten his win bonus. Yep. And I don't think Leon should get a title shot. Nope. And I think he should have to fight Colby Covington or something. His That'd goal his goal was to poke out the eye of Bilal. He he wanted to stop the movement of Bilal and he said they they actually I, I think they even trained for it. I'm I'm really sure because it was so obvious. So let's let's move on from this fight. It it was sad because yes. of course How about Leon, something fun. Yeah, Leon is the better fighter of the two. He yep. could have he could have done it another way and he would have made the point as you said. So poor I hope Bilal is okay. Um yeah, so that's all I have to say about it. So two I, disqualifications that should have happened were no decisions or what, what was it? No contest in the Swiss English. Yeah, no contest. No decision. Yeah. But what, what 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 did the ref say? Uh, the the thing the, the He says no he says no decision <sighs> even though it's called a no contest it, no by decision. everyone else. Thank you, Joe Martinez. Oh my god. Um, I will so, I will give you I will give you one fun thing. Please. And it was it was in the first fight. Yes, and it was proof that calf kicks don't work. Eureka! It was the, it was the dear, it was the dear, I'm calling it the Derek Lewis answer to calf kicks, which is just knock them out. <laughs> I mean, listen, everybody knows that calf kicks can be countered, they can be evaded, they can be baited. Um, you saw that actually the, the the calf kick was too close. So if you if if a guy is too close kicking you, which calf kicks need a bit more. You have to be a bit closer than with a with a, a, a another another kick. So he just he just countered him with a straight cross with a right hand, and yeah, but he he KO'd him. Oh yeah! So it was counter right, absolutely perfect. It was beautiful. I looked at it. I was like, wait, maybe calf kicks don't work. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they do well, work because everybody. But- you know, because since Dustin calf kicked Connor to death, everybody's been everybody's been saying every calf kick in every LFA fight in every UFC fight. Oh, calf kicks are they're they're really hard to defend. You could they could mess up the 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 nerve and and Sean O'Malley and Cheeto Vera as well. And 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 then all of a sudden, first fight on this card, Jason Witt thinks calf kicks are the way to go to slow Thank Matt you. Semmelsberger down kicks him in the calf twice, kicks him a third time, and Matt Semmelsberger just drills him with the right hand. Just just on the just on the corner bit, did you hear that the maybe the worst coach in the universe, Kavanaugh, said that this time for the rematch <laughs> with Poirier, they actually will train MMA. That's good. They should train MMA. I he think is so. an MMA fighter. He's a very good he's a very good coach. He knows he knows that he that um, McGregor will be in an MMA fight, and they decided now after the loss. This is like they will train for calf kicks, and they will train MMA. Perfect. This is this is Edmund Tav- Edmund Tavardian 
levels of, <laughs> of coaching. Edmund, Edmund has actually some fighters Edmund. that are good, and he, he might be a, a coach for some fighters. He coached he coached Ronda good, I think. I think Ronda was a good fighter. I think and he coaches he coaches Edmund Terbet. What is that? Edmund. Yes. Edmund. Ed, there's an Edmund and an Edmund, and I believe Edmund <laughs> is the fighter and Edmund is the coach. So let's continue. Um, for me, for me, the for for the people listening, don't watch this on the card. Just just tune into the very no. first fight, see the cough yes, counter, fight. yes, and then just yes. go just straight go to the main card because the on the card yep. was. I think it might be one of the worst, most boring, not, not the worst, but m most boring undercard, collection of undercard fights I've ever seen. I love you, Angela Hill. I think you're great, <sighs> but I need you to get someone to the ground, take them out and smash them until they stop the fight, because that's how you're going to get a stoppage. Something has to happen with Angela Hill, because th that fight was, I mean, Ashley Yoder is not a good striker. And you saw Angela Hill smash her with right hooks and nothing happened. Nothing. Her head just turned. Like, absolutely and I, nothing. It was multiple times. And I was like, wait, she's tagging her. Why is there no accumulation of, of any kind of I think I think Hill is suffering from something that happens a lot. She's she's doing more of pad work or, or, or some light sparring work with these girls. Even if she's in the fight, you have to do it in training, of course. But I think she she has to switch because her movement is good, her technique is good. I oh, don't she's think way I, better. I don't think it's a power problem because I, I think she has enough power. But she 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 just have to has to put in the oomph for for these strikes, and she doesn't because too nothing much. happens if if even a Smith dunking, and now it's a, now it's affected her power. I That's think I really think she needs 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 to flip a switch. Don't be in that mode of oh, I'm I'm just sparring or just just it's it's almost point finding sorry <laughs> well I, that's a thing that happens in mma for sure <laughs> point fighting happens all the time you, thank I, you gus it, johnson it well it does I, you know somebody think and then once you once a fighter realizes they're way better than their opponent i don't i don't know if i really blame them sometimes to not want to take well there's two things one i believe it was last week a fighter could have finished a fight, but didn't because he knew his opponent's knee was messed up, so he didn't want to kick him there anymore. And that kind of empathy, while admirable, probably has no place as a, in a professional MMA fight. You really should finish the fight and get your bonus. And then the other part is, if you are that much better than your opponent and there is real, real limited risk in just continuing to point fight the way you are, I could see why you would just do that and get your win bonus after 15 minutes and not put yourself in any kind of position where your opponent could have even a slight chance of finishing you. Yeah, right? I, I, I'm, so, not, yeah, I'm not sure if it's if it's empathy or something. I think he'll just go through the motion and she needs to mm -hmm. flip a switch before she enters the cage and has to put some more, some more, yeah, I, I don't know, I, some something more behind her strikes. I agree. I won't take up more of your time on it. I just, you know, I am a fan of hers, so I do want to mention she was. Yeah, on the no, card. just don't, don't watch any of these fights. I, 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 I wrote down boring. I wrote down wrestle fucked. I wrote down <laughs> boring again. Um, <laughs> had an arm choke out of half guard. Uh, Nothing to write home about. <laughs> oh, uh, 
Um, so I used to, I, I, I'll, I'll break the, break the wall of research that I used to do for this podcast and life happened this week and I just ran out of gas and I used to write about, I don't know, a hundred, 150 lines of notes for every, every fight that I, every card that I watched and this card, <laughs> I have four lines of notes. Yeah, no, for the undercard, was, for the undercard, really. I was really. so tired. Yeah. I just wrote nothing down. So, um, yeah, we have to we have to move on here. I think the main card. Do, it. do you have any any take on the Cape versus Nicolau fight? I I I don't. I I listened to some analysts on their podcast. Uh, I think it was heavy heavy hands or maybe Zane Simon and and they talked about Manuel Cop uh, would would likes to throw a flashy technique and then take a step back, watch his work and reset and admire his work and reset and admire his work and reset. And after listening to that and I'm watching the fight, I'm like, holy smokes, that's why those guys are analysts because he sure does. And it led him to another split decision loss because the judges saw this output on the part of his opponent. True. Um, and I mean, it, 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 and, and I love any moment when I'm in a bunch of chat threads watching people freak out because they think the decision was really wrong. It no, makes it me wasn't. happy. Like it, it, well, I, there's a case to be made for mm. it to go the other way, mm. but if you're man, old cop, come on, man, just put, put some power into it. Cause you've got him beat on the feet, but you're not capitalizing look I, ha- I have a i have a, a thing that i'm very proud of that i actually wrote down I, that there is actually two fights with a bit of similarity on this card it's a tale of two fights about timidity it was mm. it was Cape and nicolau and it was grant versus martinez you know for yeah. Cape and for martinez it's both the same they were very timid they were very cautious and laid back and waited and waited and waited until something might happen and they are not counter strikers i'm I'm not sure about martinez i know that copy actually is not a counter striker he he has the capability to move forward to bring things to give patterns to to the opponent to make him monster but yeah he was timid same with martinez martinez actually got starched for it but Let's go into the in the Grant Martinez fight afterwards. But Cape versus Nicolau is Nicolau was was way better in the first round. I think he has he had almost the th- three times the output of Cape, and Cape is is punishing himself with the art with the the way he fights in the UFC. Yep. Yeah. It, it if you go, I'm I'm I just pulled his record up, and you look back, and even in even in Ryzen. He's losing decisions, losing a split, losing a unanimous, yeah. and then going on to win with flashy technique, going on to knock guys out. But you have to bring it. Power. You have to. He, and the best part in in the fight was when he is damaging Nicolau, and then he steps back. Yeah. And then he watches I don't him for get a second. It. And then he runs at him and throws a flying knee. And I get, misses, I and get something like, I get something that, it. I mean, I get something like the, the thing that happened um, with Cyril Gan. For example, that guy was yeah. timid too, but he was actually putting out things. He was moving around. He tried to to avoid the big power, but but neither Cope nor Martinez did something like that. They just waited. So I, I'm not getting it. So that 
Yeah, it it was very similar, not in the outcome, but but in the way they they fight. And I think it's not a good idea. Of no, course, you can for, play not, it safe, not but them. <laughs> no, I'm not sure if you're you in the right place. Trying you, the UFC is not the place to try to get to try to get split decision wins. I don't. You got to so. finish, guy. These guys. Why any fighter would look at some of the outcomes of these judges Correct. and think that was a way to fight is, is like beyond me. Like, you want your win bonus, man? Finish the fight. Don't you know, be. You've I mean, got an advantage. You don't have to be. You don't have to be dumb. I mean, you don't have to just run in, do the old school thing, and just um, swang and bang like Lewis. Maybe you get starched. Maybe not. I'm not. I'm not thinking that way. But the timidity shown by Carpe and Martinez. Yeah, you can't win fights like that. Co-signed. Okay, but um, yeah, and Nicolau. I don't know why he's Brazilian. I have to put that in there. He's he's proper Wallachian, <laughs> flat tepish. <laughs> so don't don't play around with these guys. Um, let's go into let's let's um, go into the Grant versus Martinez thing. I have a I have a take there too. B- besides the the timidity of of uh, Martinez, I mean. Grant's striking is so horrible <laughs> from a technical standpoint. No. He's off balance for every strike. He has no defense whatsoever. He's loopy. But damn, Martinez couldn't get a gear up and he was getting starched. <laughs> like, Dude, like, that left hand. But but why? That that is Davey so Grant Davey Grant has two left has two left hook wins in twenty. 20- Oh, in the last year. How are you getting hit with that? I'm, I'm not getting it. I know. It's wild. I think it's because it's, I think it's like you said, it's because it's Martin Day and Jonathan Martinez. He but, by the way, his the foot was a balloon afterwards. Like His foot was really Oh, uh, yeah, man. I didn't, and I didn't see that in the fight at all. He hid that well. Yeah, that's true. I don't know what happened. He hid that well because I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, I, I wasn't watching like super close either. Let's be honest. Like. But I was watching, and I had no idea his his movement didn't seem impeded to me at all. But that's, maybe that's why I'm I don't I don't train striking at all. And you're saying his his striking was awful, so I don't know if his movement was impeded by that. And that's part. I, of I don't that. I don't think I, I didn't see anything about about the foot until they showed it after afterwards in the in the thing. Maybe he did, didn't even feel it that much. It just looked mm. it looked like a balloon. That's all I can say. Last fight on this card, and then we're moving on. It was um, Span versus Sirkunov. Um, just yeah. just a, a small takeaway from this. I actually, it was really clever by Span to let Sirkunov stand back up. Most of the time, <laughs> fighters get a, get their opponent hurt. They stagger a bit, and then they go straight in for a takedown, or they go in for a clinch and miss their chance to actually knock the fuck out the, the, these guys. Yeah. So he let him up and um, bo- uh, <laughs> put him back down again, and Bongo TKO'd him. Way to go, Ryan Span. Very Ryan good. Superman Span. Fighting, fighting, fighting smarter, not harder. Very you know? clever. Right. <laughs> it was great. Uh, I was so I I went I went I did very well in the pick'em last week. I went four for thirteen this week. I tried to I tried to I tried to pick with my heart and not with my brain, and it definitely paid off because I I of course like. Once you see Misha Serkinov pull off a Peruvian necktie, you just want to see it over and over again, fight after fight. So of course, yeah. I <laughs> to get a submission, but you know, it 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 was uh, 
it was a card that delivered for the circus, but the circus wasn't really that fun this week. No, really not. So. I mean, if 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 you're if you're short on time, I think you can skip this this card altogether. You just enjoy our take takeaways from it, and that's that for that card. I think. So the story of the night was: um, cough kicks can be defended. Um, timidity don't pay. Pays that doesn't pay like that, that. That might be the correct one. Doesn't pay. Don't it do the three-point rule fuckery. Please don't. Um, please, 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 please read the rules. Please, please, please warn fighters when they start to eye poke and gouge. And please DQ fighters yeah. who foul. That's Herb Dean's fault. Second. <laughs> Let's move Thank on. Thank you, Derek Lewis. <laughs> Let's move on. So that's that's actually a rare UFC card with no fights. I really think I enjoyed. I I enjoy everything in a certain <laughs> way, but yeah, there was there was some stuff on here that had me pretty pretty wound up. I even I even do enjoy the takeaways here. I enjoy the DQs. I enjoy the banter about about. Edwards and Bilal. It's not. It's not like that. But but there is not a fight I could write on a list and rank it and say that was a good fight. That was. Th- there were new patterns I saw or new moves or very good back and forth or momentum shifts. Nothing at all. Do you want to move on to next week's UFC card, I, or do you want to talk about something else? I mean, let's let's go very shortly into next week's UFC card. It's UFC Fight Night Brunson versus Holland. Do you have two or three fights or fighters that you'd recommend watch out? Let me let me play your, your favorite clip. Okay. There's no life I know to compare with pure imagination. Let's... I like to go through a card and take a look at all the names and say, how many of these names do I recognize? And as of late, with Corona and with UFC putting on 14, 15 fight fight cards, there's like five or six. It's wild how many names I don't recognize. But I'll tell you the one name that makes me super hyped. Mm -hmm. And it's it probably will be a... It probably won't even pay off, but I'm going to tell you about it anyway. And it's Montserrat Conejo Ruiz, the Invicta fighter wrestler from Mexico who was scheduled to fight for the 115-pound division championship in Invicta, but uh, that fight was canceled due to Rona, I believe. She's now booked in the UFC versus Cheyenne Bies. She was a late replacement for uh, KC... K Hansen. Mm -hmm. And Montserrat, in her last fight in Invicta, did something wild that I had never seen before. She got a key lock with her legs and then sat over on the woman's arm and the woman had to tap out and it was awesome uh, just <laughs> i couldn't it was just wild and i'll probably never see it again and it'll probably be a letdown this will probably just be like a a a, a pitter patter boring fight <laughs> just, or maybe Montserrat gets a gets her wrestling going and and has another dominant win over Cheyenne buys in the UFC to start off her UFC run I really hope that's the outcome but I do highly recommend everybody go back to UFC fight pass and watch Montserrat in uh, her last Invicta fight it was a lot of fun to see that submission just a short a short um, shout out to one fight we forgot uh, we have to shout out Dan Ige um 
because in the very first exchange he just straight righted Tucker and starched him. <laughs> so that was that was that was actually awesome. That I need to see the yeah. gif. You can you can watch the gif of that several times. Sorry, I back, I jumped out of back, jumped off the couch. <laughs> back to next week's yeah, card. Um, any other any other guy you think we should watch out for? Is I mean the main the main event Derek Brunson versus Kevin Holland should be fun. And, and it it matters as far as that goes. Gregor Gillespie's on the card. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I think like Gillespie Gregor. is the one is the one to look out for. Uh, okay, he got head kick KO'd by Kevin Lee. Um, I think it was almost one and a half years ago. But was, Gillespie yeah. Gillespie's one one rare fighter to watch. Um, he is a he's a huge talent. So don't count that guy off just because he got. Head kick KO'd by Kevin Lee, who might who be one of the get best head fighters. KO'd by Kevin Lee. I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, could be one of the best fighters in the world, but just can't pull the trigger. But he did on Gregor Gillespie. So, yeah, the Gillespie <laughs> versus Riddell fight will be good. Um, I also think that um, you have to watch Leonardo Santos against Grant Dawson. Um, that could be a very, very good fight. Um, yeah, but. The, the card resembles a bit the card we saw yesterday. It's it's in a lot that, of names. It's a, it's a lot of good of, names. A bunch of names I don't know, and it's a bunch of fights. It's Leonardo DeSantos is just holding it up for the old guys. He's like I think he's forty one or forty two, something like <laughs> that. So I do like these guys, and, and and he's also in the lightweight division. So if you're forty one in the lightweight division, there there has to be something. And um, I'm I'm. I'm wow, rooting for that he guy. Is, he's 41 years old. Yeah, man. I mean, what else can you say about it? So yeah, I, this. I'm looking forward to that card actually, but it's it's yeah, it, it resembles the card we saw, and it could be the the same the same could. disappointment, but or it could be awesome. But so could any UFC card. You are right. So I'm not I'm not gonna like shit all over it. No, or no, anything no. like that. I, I'm I'm excited for it, as excited as I am for any UFC card. Maybe a little more so because Ruiz is suddenly on the card, and I didn't even know that until the broadcast yesterday. And and so. I think I think it it this this card this Saturday was that is a rare, very bad card. I actually think sure. I actually think I have to put it on a list. I I'm starting the list. <laughs> Add it to the list. I'm starting a list right now, and it's the. Worst, the worst. Let me let me write it down. Worst thing of 2021, and it has to be this card. UFC Fight Night. I'm typing as I speak. Bilal versus Leon. That was okay. very bad. So okay. Now I'm over it. Let's go. Let's move All on. All right. All right. Yeah. So next week's card, we'll break it down on Sunday as usual, so you can hear our very elaborate thoughts. On it. It's Herb Dean's fault and calling it now. <laughs> oh, I hope, I hope. Please give Herb a break. <laughs> um, there is not just the UFC. Uh, there is other organizations. They're ramping up. Um, one in Singapore by the good old fellow Chatri. Um, huh? he, he actually put out cards all the time um, for, for the listeners in located in Europe. Until about a week ago, you could watch it all on, on Run Fighting. But now they ceased to broadcast one or uh, ceased to broadcast fight sports at all. So I'm not quite sure where you can get it. Um, 
it's a bit sad that most of these cards are tape delayed. I'm not sure how this card will be. There is there, It is the one on TNT1 card. And I think that is one of the best cards of the year. Just just from na- from a name uh, from a name value standpoint, we have a Swiss guy on it. <laughs> yeah, he's on the preliminary card. He's um he's doing kickboxing. Kickbox fight. It's yeah, pa- it's big Patrick. Dude. Big big kickboxers. Patrick, big Swiss Schmied. I I know big him. Big Swiss Schmied. Awesome. So um, Is he good luck. Win? Sorry again. Is he going to win? His his opponent Radio Pacic actually is also a very good fighter, and he's he's quite active. So I think the matchup is very good. I think they um, they found a good a good challenge for both of these guys. I'm not sure if if Patrick has enough fights lately. So I'll I'll go into that and and, and come back because the card is actually not not next weekend. But we have um, move on from Patrick. Um, we have. Adriano Moraes against Demetrius Johnson for the flyweight yes. championship. Yes. Uh, uh, could I say Demetrius Johnson, a local guy as well, local here in Seattle? I mean, you have to. You have to shout him out. It's yeah. your boy. Shout out, shout out Demetrius Johnson. Uh, yeah, he, <laughs> he actually trains a little bit out of Seattle, but local enough for me to have seen him fight live at least once in he has, life. He has something in common with you. Do you know what it is? Ooh, what is it? An immaculate fence. Oh, really? He there awesome. is there is a there is a video of him um, lawn moaning and painting his fence. <laughs> lawn mowing like a dad next to the fence. Very yes. good. It's it's yes. it's awesome. He is he is he is uh, channeling my inner dad for sure. We both. Uh, if just so everyone at home knows, I do have a very nice fence. I have sent pictures of my fence to the European. He, <laughs> he may post a picture of the fence for our show notes. Could, could Perhaps be. I'll put the blueberry bushes in front of it. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> good job, Demetrius, with your fence. But how will you do in your fight? Very good fight. And we have also we are, we have the, the comeback of Eddie Alvarez, the underground king, against Yuri Lapikus. So and then we have we have a, a I think it's a Muay Thai bout or a kick I think it's a Muay Thai bout it's mm-hmm. it's Rotang against yep. Jacob, Jacob Smith I like the I like the mixed cards more than I should but um and then it's a great chance to get exposure to these these sports that I don't have any exposure to it's also Correct. kind of wild that they're going to be on TNT I'm trying to figure out if it's going to be live. What, what is the significance? It just just in one or two sentences. What is the significance of TNT for for people over here? It is a cable. It is a cable television station. It's broadcast TV. Is it huge so, or is it is it small or is it? I mean, I think it's I think it's the kind of thing everybody gets with the basic package. So I think it's avail. I think it makes it available to very good. To the millions and millions. So not not I mean? to dwell any longer on one, but we have we have Demetrius Johnson, we have Eddie Alvarez, we have Rotang, we have Patrick mm-hmm. Big Swiss Schmid, and we have another Umar Kane fight. Rugrug is back. So it's, I think that's not even listed on the topology page. I was looking for the official one. It's on the it's on the Wikipedia, I think. Okay. I so I mean that is that is an awesome card. I'm very much looking forward to it. 
And so should you. April April seventh. Yep. So we got about a month. Get you're already getting high. No, it's it's, it's on the topology. It's Medi it's Medi Bargi against Umar Khan. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Heavyweight fight, of course. So yeah, very much looking forward to that. We'll we'll sure delve into it when it, go, it comes a bit closer. Um, what else do we have? What else do we have? A lot of things actually. Um, what are do you, you want? Are you, are you ready? Are you ready for Ben Askren update? Yes, please. That's are that's you? actually that's actually perfect to continue with with the Ben Askren update. Because I watched his his boxing fight. Or no, I watched his opponent's last boxing fight mm-hmm. against a former NBA player. Uh, is it? Am I a moron for thinking Ben could win this? No, you're not. <laughs> Listen, because I feel like I'm. I might be, but at the same time, I watched it. I was like, wait a second. It's been one minute. It's been one minute and thirty seconds, and Jake Paul is breathing very heavily. For <laughs> Listen, first thing we can say about the the last Jake Paul boxing bout. Jake Paul is a fighter. For sure, not taking it he's away a, from he's him. He's a boxer. No, he's a fighter. I mean, he he has the fighter's heart or the fighter's. But he's not. He's, he's not just an athlete, because you see it in his opponent. This this opponent was a an NBA player, so he was of course a very good athlete. But that doesn't. That is no base for fight sports, at all. If you're a good mm. athlete alone, it doesn't make you a good fighter. So I think Jake Paul has something in him that makes him a. I mean, let's, I'm not saying a talent or something like that. He, he has been training boxing for about two years. That's a very short time. He does good. He, it's okay to watch. It's 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 what you would expect of a guy f- who is a fighter in, at heart and has a bit of boxing training and takes it quite seriously. That's I, I think he does. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, let's say let's let's just say Ben Askren's boxing is horrible. But Ben Askren has never had power in his hands. No, but what ever. Ben Askren has, I mean, Ben Askren is a is a competitor. Um, he's an Olympian, so he is. He showed that he's durable. He hasn't taken that much damage during his whole career. Um, the damage against <laughs> against <laughs> D- um, despite the despite the the. Uh, mashup of all the damage he's taken his in his career don't let that fool you because he he, has gotten hit a lot and has gone out once yeah i think once Once. i mean he he hasn't had a i mean he had a hip replacement surgery (laughs) after (laughs) that so his movement was very bad but i think if he plays that good he's he's durable enough to take some of the shots of of um of jake paul because jake paul is not a good not a good enough boxer. He can't transfer his power um, too well for to a guy who knows how to defend. That I think Ben Askren knows how to defend. Ben Askren knows a bit how to move, and what Ben Askren will do and should do is work the body of Jake Paul. Jake Paul is a bit too much of a Instagram modely type of guy, so he won't be used to getting hit in the body a lot. And if 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 Ben Askren can make it two or three rounds. I think he'll take over. Ben, if Ben can sap that guy's gas tank in the first round, he could take over. And I think that, that is a very that is not just that is not just I, me I'm imagining not things. Being hyperbolic when I say that I watched that fight and I was like, oh shit, he's breathing hard after yeah. one and a half. He was I mean, breathing hard. After I mean, that could be a lot of things, but he he it wasn't could get be that he was excited that he was tagging at the former NBA player. I do think I do think that plays into it, could. but but. 
Ben Askren is has been doing this for a long time. Yeah. As an has a endless gas tank sure. and has only lost by KO once to due to a nuclear flying knee. So the, we all the interesting the, in, the, the interesting Ben Askren versus Jake Paul. Um, I think it's it's good that I kept it up. As a, am as I a keep, am I taking this seriously now? You maybe. Do. Am I buying it? I yes. think I am. Yes, me too. I mean, maybe not buying, but <laughs> I mean, I'll watch I'm it. There, I watched that. I watched that. I watched that last. I watched that fight of Jake Paul's, and all of a sudden, I'm there. Also, there was some some kind of like social media where some bros wanted Ben to go play disc golf and Listen, Ben the, was like hell yeah let's do it the and then they were like oh wait never mind the funny thing the funny thing about it is um Ben Askren was on a podcast and it was on the podcast of Jake Paul's brother Logan Paul and it's called the impulsive podcast it it has not That's aired who that was yes. oh yes. okay i get it now so um, and they, they right. I think they teased See. him with the disc golf thing because it, for the people who don't know, Ben Askren is one of the best disc golf players in the world, I think, or at least yep. in America. And he has an he has his own disc golf um, parkour, or what, how would you say that? Um, in his backyard. Disc golf course? Disc course, yeah, that's it. Okay, so, I'm looking up his ranking now. We're going to find yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, ben please Askren. do that. So, Ben Askren. Oh, yeah. Uh, career wins, one. Oh, official status expired. He so he doesn't he doesn't play officially anymore. I don't let think me he, let me find out. But I think I think a lot of pro disc golf players actually told that Ben Askren is very very good at disc golf. Let's put it that way. He played professionally. Yeah. So he is very good. He has a professional win and played in twenty two events. If disc golf is anywhere <laughs> like remotely competitive, that's really good. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So you know. Um, I think Have you ever played disc golf? I, I mean, yes, I think, but I that that is that is something I will do, but I it might hold my attention for about ten seconds, and then then I will start just goofing around, hitting everything else besides the targets is, with with no, the disc. That's the right. That's the right. That's the right move for sure. You you <laughs> have you have thirty days to play disc golf before this boxing. So battle, yeah. so, um, now, it have, seems like a good a good thing to go try to do to get in the head of Ben Askren. We have about six or five minutes left. What do you want to discuss? Do you want to discuss Dan Hardy getting fired or do you want to <laughs> deep dive into the Hans Molenkamp situation? It, Dan, I, I, Dan Hardy and getting fired is pretty funny, but it sounded like it was a pretty mutual... <laughs> Mutual. Was it that funny though? So we're go we're going into Dan Hardy. We'll we'll, we'll deep dive to Hans Molenkamp thing last next week. I think. I think Hans is going to keep asking MMA fighters to be on his Instagram. So I, that's probably a, a a fountain that's that will be endless. You know endless what? You know what? Let's us. go into it. Um, Hans Molenkamp. Why? Yeah, you, it sounds like you got takes. I mean, I mean, I'm always surprised a bit because you see, <laughs> I've seen Hans Molenkamp around for years. Really? He has, yeah, he has taken has photos. Has he been on the Swiss MMA nope. MMA scene? No, 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 no. Just, just, oh, okay. just UFC level of, of of things. He he's actually a photographer, I think, and he's a a rep for Monster Energy. And uh huh. I mean, I've seen him on in photos for years with all the fighters, like with with Johnny Andrejcik. I've seen him with, of course, with <laughs> with Cruz. I mean, uh -huh. so that guy is around. But there's a particular. A particular 
uh, Instagram Instagram of Cruz riding on the front of a bicycle with Hans pedaling it, and Cruz just looks like a ten year old. It it looks so wildly demeaning. You see, there is there is a picture of him with with Joanna in at ATT. Um, where, where she's where she's skating in front of him and he's just, he's just staring at her. So, I mean, <laughs> all of these fighters on these pictures they seem they they really seem to have fun and they they seem to enjoy the goofy the goofiness of, of Hans Molenkamp. It, I mean, even Except his name Cruz. is yeah, but Except he did Cruz. when he when he was riding his the the handlebar of his bike. He was he was enjoying it too. You can't tell me that he was forced to do this by on, on gun gunpoint and oh, oh no yeah he definitely got on the front of the bicycle yes <laughs> so and and what from what 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 people have to know i mean i i think the accusations are that molenkamp is delving a bit too much into the ice bar with fighters and i am a fighter and i am like this and that but but hans molenkamp is also a black belt on the dean lister so that is no joke either so that is it. Yeah, he trains a lot, at least according to his gram. He's I mean, always in the gym. I mean, training, he's, training, he's training, not. He, he might not be a good striker, but sure, he's a good, a good gi or no gi jiu-jitsu player. Because if he gets a black belt by from Dean Lister, that is also Jocko Willink or something like that affiliated, and um, you don't get that just for being a goofy hang around. You you get it if you're really good. Yep. Yep. So I'm on his. I'm on his LinkedIn. He is the he is the Monster Energy MMA business development head. So he basically oversees uh, all content and sponsorships and sales and marketing for so the my, MMA program. My question for this whole situation is: I see I see him for years. He's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy. He's in with with fighters all the time. He's he has fun with them. What changed? What changed? I don't know what what would have changed. I feel like this is the kind of thing he would be doing forever. And and if Dom didn't like it, then Dom would have to just tell us, give up. Just yeah, just say no. I'm not doing that. Cruz. And then if tell it's me. really, if it's really a problem for Dom to do the to do the Instagram stuff with Hans Molenkamp, yeah, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Lose the sponsorship. Yes. That's what actually I, I heard. Hans is in, I heard Hans that is in charge of the sponsorship, so it would make sense that if you don't want to do the social media, you would lose the sponsorship. He's not exactly maybe. threatening you. He's simply saying that this is simply the facts. If you don't do the social media, you you, you lose the sponsorship. There is right? there is footage out there from Israel Adesanya um, throwing away a monster can, which was in front of him at the press conference. And he said, uh, away with that thing. And he publicly stated that he doesn't want to do, have anything to do with monster. So it is yep. possible. And it would be possible for Cruz. Um, it would be possible for all of the fighters. If you don't want to hang around with that guy, okay, you don't get the sponsorship. If you want to... If you want the sponsorship, it's a corporate capitalist hellhole, so you have to do certain things. I get it. Yeah. Um, yep. You have to tolerate certain assholes. That's what we all have to do. If you don't want to yep. do it, and if you have the power, like Izzy does, why, why just, why just don't, don't do it? <laughs> you you would, you would agree with me that Cruz does have that power, right? Absolutely. He also has another yeah. job. He doesn't have to fight he's anymore. A, no, he's a big name. He doesn't need that sponsorship. I mean, big, I, I'm not, how much? Yeah, well, he's a he's a known name. Sure. Like in 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 UFC ter- in UFC sure. that means you're a big name. There's only about a 
dozen or 20 people whose names everybody knows. And most people know who Cruz is due to his commentating. And anybody who's been watching for more than five years knows him for his fights as well. Sure. So, yeah, he's in that group of 20 or so people that can basically dictate what they want and gets paid enough of a salary for, for showing up and winning. And you, like you said, he's got another job. He doesn't need that. He doesn't need that monster energy money. So How much is it anyway? Any idea what it would be? I have no clue. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll turn a that. So, um, but we're we're out of time actually, again. <laughs> so it, it, it is remarkable how much MMA there is to talk about. And, and when yeah, <laughs> you, all you talk about is one event and Ben Askren. Look. This wasn't maybe the love fest I like to have. I, I love MMA. I love to watch fights and events. But this event was not good. We we delved into that one. So let's hope and pray to the gods of Mount Science that next week's UFC card will deliver. And that PFL one Bellator ramp up their production schedules and bring us some more to talk about. They're coming, for sure. Any last words? This is this it may have not been the love fest that it usually is, but I still enjoyed watching the fights, and I still enjoy talking about them with you for Absolutely. the Swiss MMA fans. <laughs> Thank you, Swiss MMA fans. Thanks a lot. Um, if you have anything you want to ask us to break, if you want us to break down certain fights with rule sets and billing participants, just send me the link. Um, <laughs> follow us on all the social media channels, MMA Love Podcast. Um, listen to us on Spotify iTunes, Google Podcasts, Anchor, whatever you want. Happy whatever day you're listening to, to this. And see you next week. Later, pal.